what's your name anyway? Hey, kid, there's a big shot gangster. He's putting together a crew. You think everything sounds like a bad idea. If you come with me, you're in this life for good. I waited a long time for a shot like this. I got a really good feeling about this. Hello and welcome to the Dorky Diva Show. I'm your host, Savannah. And I'm Brian. And we are finally back after a long, unexpected hiatus because, Brian, we've had some stuff going on. We have indeed. What have you been up to lately? Uh, biggest thing is I'm getting married. And you're so. planning a wedding. I am indeed, uh, in a very short amount of time because I like stress. Yeah, and I, I warned you. I was like, Brian, you know what? Just go elope. Just, you know, just do it as simple as you can because, A, it costs money, and, B, it takes a lot of time to, to plan that. Um, but you're doing it pretty simply, so I commend you on that. Thank you. Thank you. Um, very small. And very you small. picked a really exciting date. You're getting married on what day? Uh, you may have, you may have heard of it. It's uh, May 25th. Ooh. Yes, yes. The uh, the more significant Star Wars date, if you ask me. I I agree. I agree. Yeah, you know. I think that's a much better date than May 4th. Agreed. Agreed. It's also like I always enjoy things that are subtle mm-hmm. and it's like if you get it, you get it. Mm-hmm. And uh, while May 4th is definitely Star Wars day, May 25th for those like that don't know. It's like the real one. Yes, you've got Frank Oz's birthday, so you got Yoda's birthday. You've got the episode four original release date. You have the episode six release date, and now you have Solo. So Yoda's birthday and three Star Wars movies on the same day felt pretty cool to yeah, me. Yeah, you, you can't go wrong. Um, so that's super exciting, and we ended up taking a little break from podcasting because I got engaged and decided to move Woo. all the way from California to Seattle, Washington. So for the entire month of March, I was basically busy just packing and like kind of wrapping up my life in California and hanging out with my friends there and just saying bye to everyone. And then I moved at the end of March, and now that I'm finally like settled in and have a routine and I'm comfortable with the area... Um, we are, we are back in business and we are back to podcasting and I'm so excited. And I, we were actually going to record back in March and I was going to unpack my microphone just so we could talk because I missed (laughs) podcasting so much. And then I ended up having a commitment come up that day and I, I ended up working with a friend at WonderCon. So it didn't work out, but, uh, we're really excited to be back. And there's literally so much stuff happening right now that we're trying to pick just a few things to talk about today, and then later on we'll get into more stuff that's been happening because you guys know Star Wars is overwhelming lately. I mean, we've (laughs) had just, like, so many things. We've had The Last Jedi came out on Blu-ray, DVD, and digital download. Force Friday was just the other day. You know, that happened. Everybody was out there trying to find their solo toys um rebels ended a while ago and we still haven't even talked about that um in detail on the show but we're gonna recap some of the things that just happened and then um later in the month we'll get to you know the last jedi dvd and all the bonus content and all that fun stuff but today we're gonna talk about things that i'm excited about and i don't even know if brian's excited about it (laughs) because we haven't talked (laughs) 
We have not. So um, there was a solo trailer released, the official one. And then um, as of today, Sunday, which is probably when this podcast will be released, there was a new TV spot. It was about 45 seconds long. And it was very different from what we've seen so far. I felt like there was a lot of new content. So I mm-hmm. immediately messaged Brian and I was like, we're cutting the Last Jedi bonus content talk because we've got to talk about this TV spot because I'm excited. Yeah, that's so, the reason we cut it. Wink, that's wink. That's the reason. Also because I'm on a little bit of tight time constraints today. So we're going to try to keep it. A little shorter than usual, because we could totally go on tangents with this. And, um, like, you're totally not avoiding the episode 8 talk at all. <laughs> totally like, that's no, cool. Yeah, totally yeah. Wait, I see through you, Savannah. Everybody sees through me. I know. <laughs> Even Melissa was like, are you guys going to have that Last Jedi show soon? Because when I saw Brian, that's all he was talking about. And I was like, Melissa, that's never happening. Guys, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying my best, guys. <laughs> it'll happen. It, it'll seriously happen because now that I've seen the movie again a few times and I've seen the bonus content, I do want to talk about it. I just know that it's going to turn into literally like a four-hour discussion and yeah. I need to uh, I need to prepare myself for that. <laughs> um, and then today we're also going to talk about the book Leia, Princess of Alderaan because we were supposed to recap that, I believe, in February and things just got a little out of hand. I just finished it. It was really great, so we're going to talk about that. So let's jump in first to the official solo trailer. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's start with you, Brian. Let's start with you. First thoughts. What was your initial reaction? First thoughts. Um, I was unprepared for this question. All the all the solo trailers and clips have kind of meshed into my brain. Mm -hmm. Um, The first one. Let's see. Uh, Oh, okay. Yes, this was the one where Lando talks for the first time. Yes. Correct. Okay. Um, I am getting more excited as the time goes on. The hesitation Uh, is literally like a knife in my heart. Yeah, it's still there. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's still, it's still there. Um, like I, we, I said on the last show that like George Lucas called Alden Hahn, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that that's what keeps me going. Mm -hmm. That is where the excitement comes from. One hundred percent. Um, I am. Yeah, it's it's so different, uh, which I'm okay with. The music is not Star Warsy at all, uh, especially with this new trailer. I'm like, this is this is like modern music. Like Star Wars was always orchestral. It's always like that's what made Star Wars such a big thing. Was like even Rogue One. Like Rogue One is so good because they went back to orchestra. It wasn't John Williams, but it was that feel. You know, that was like a big thing George did. In the original trilogy, was they weren't using scores at that time. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a big thing. So it's like I feel like we're kind of getting away from that, and then we've got like guitar riffs now. Um, so that was initially that was shocking. Um, I a good thing I'm in love with the creatures. Yeah, there's a, whole there's a lot, lot of, new of creatures, and there's a lot of droids too. There are. I'm very excited about these. Are, see, these are, we'll find things. I'm excited yeah. about here. Here we are. We've reached good. the cove. All right, we're, we're droids. Doing it. Yes, droids I'm pumped about. Creatures I'm really pumped about. Mm-hmm. Um, they all look great. That Denny's commercial got me real hyped. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm uh, looking forward to it. To me, all of the creatures and droids feel like they totally fit in that universe. Whereas yes. going back to The Last Jedi just a little bit, I felt like Canto Bite to me was so shocking that I couldn't really resonate with those new creatures because... 
everything in there looked so different. Whereas, like, we're seeing these characters in, like, a bar or, like, a really scummy-looking area, which, like, sure. which reminds you of Mos Eisley or something like that. And so it just feels very natural. Whereas mm-hmm. in The Last Jedi, everything was super polished on Canto Bite, and they're all dressed up fancy. And I'm just like, um, this isn't... I don't get it. Like, it's just not my thing. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like, super excited about the, the creatures and the droids in this movie because they feel they just feel like so legit. Like I, like, I just feel like I could walk into that world and know that I'm living in star Wars, you know? Sure. Sure. I'm I'm excited about that. Uh, I'm very excited for more chewy. That's a big thing for me. Uh, Rio Durant. I'm like watching very, very closely for anything I can get on him. Mm -hmm. Cause John Favreau's doing the voice. I want to know who's in that suit. Yeah. Because it's a mocap character. So there's somebody in that suit and I'm like, who, who is, who is it? If right. John Favreau's doing the voice, like, I'm very interested in that. And they've um, been kind of hush hush about that because I think you tweeted have. something about it, and then Brian Herring was like, "Oh, that detail's been released," and I was like, "Oh, was that not supposed to be released?" Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I immediately was like, "Well, look, John Favreau said this was his character and this is his name." Yeah, and that's all. That's all that was released. I was like, "Well, obviously, John Favreau is not the person on the set." Yeah. So I'm like just using my superpowers of deductive reasoning. And I'm like, could this be? Yeah. One of my friends literally just saw John Favreau at the airport like yesterday. And John Favreau was wearing um, a shirt with the Mandalorian skull, the Mythosaur skull on the front. And I just wanted to be, I just wanted to ask my friend, I want to be like, please tell me you interrogated him about all his Star Wars knowledge right now. But I'm pretty sure he did. Right? I mean, dude, he was pre Vizsla. Yeah, he was pre pre Vizsla. And now he's going to be, you know, producing Rio Durant is he producing the live action series or is he directing I can't remember I think he's doing both okay okay well yeah. he, anyways he's up to a lot of stuff right now with I'm Star Wars. so into it so into it I'm excited for Chewie to move to the front because uh, I've always wanted a more prominent alien character right and I feel like we're gonna get the most Chewie we've ever had and, and I'm very very excited about that and I feel like that's a really good thing uh for his character because a lot of people yeah. that like Chewbacca I've heard some uh, comments that they were a little disappointed with how little he's in The Last Jedi and even The Force Awakens. Mm -hmm. Um, I I feel like he was in The Force Awakens quite a bit, but I think he was in The Last Jedi less. Mm, Shade. um, Shade. Lots of shade being thrown. Shade, shade, shade. (laughs) Deal with it. Uh, This is the Dorky Diva show. Um, (laughs) But anyways, I think it's really cool that Chewbacca is going to be in this movie like a ton because everybody loves Chewbacca. And now we're going to kind of get to see... Not his origin story, but a really important part of his life. And, uh, yo. Um, Maybe Mala. Maybe Mala. I was just going to say that. So, <sighs> so in the Star Wars Holiday Special, which uh, very few people talk about, I honestly couldn't even finish watching it. But Chewbacca what? has a wife in the, sh- in the Holiday Special. Mm-hmm. And her name is Mala, if you don't know. And mm-hmm. in this trailer, we see Chewbacca giving, like, a bro hug, almost. Like, a, a hug to this other Wookiee. And we're just like, what? 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 That, that was probably the one part in the trailer that made me just, like, freak. Like, externally. Because internally, I was like, oh my gosh, I love this trailer. It's so good. And then that part, I was like, what? <laughs> so. <laughs> my first name. Ma- Is that Mala? Yeah. I and like I how they thinking, give us where's... little pieces like that, you know, just like not enough, you know, not not too little, not too much. It was just like, oh my gosh, 
Who was right? that? You know. I mean, because then you got to think like, if that's Mala, is is Lumpy around? Oh my I god! Mean, these are questions we have to ask ourselves. <laughs> With the scary grin. <laughs> I I was just thinking last night. I wonder what happened to Tarful. Because yeah. last time we saw Chewie in episode three, he was with Tarful, like dropping Yoda off at his escape pod. Yeah. So if Chewie got out, what happened to Tarful? Maybe we'll find out. You know, these are uh, questions I have. I hope so. Um, another good thing that I really loved about this trailer is that, like you said earlier, we got to hear Lando talk. And did. before the trailer was released, I posted something. Oh, by the way, we have a new Facebook group. Um, I posted oh, this do. in our Facebook group. If you haven't joined, just um, go to Facebook. It's the Dorky Diva group, I think, on Facebook. You can go to Dorky Diva uh, Facebook page and find it. And then just request to be added. We'll add you. We're all talking about cool Star Wars things in there. Anyways, in that group, <laughs> I uh, posted a question. And I was like... Hey guys, like, what are you excited to see in the solo trailer? Like, what do you want to see? And I was like, all I care about is that I want to hear Lando speak. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, I got my wish. My wish was granted. And what do you think? Oh my god! So yeah, I'm gonna be honest. Um, everybody, Uh-oh. everybody knows I'm a huge Donald Glover fan. Fan, Indeed. and I'm, I'm just like obsessed with him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that his voice is a little higher pitched than, uh, Billy D. Williams and he definitely yes. has, uh, yeah, a higher pitched voice overall. So I was a little concerned, um, about what I would think of his voice, but I feel like it totally fits, especially because Alden's voice is higher pitched than Harrison Ford. It, it just kind of works, you know, sure. it, it's like they're both mm-hmm. younger they both sound different, and I think that helps me um, feel a lot more comfortable with Alden's voice performance as well. Not that I care. Like, it's whatever to me. <clears throat> I think he sounds like Han. But I, I think it's really cool that they kind of match, um, that they both mm-hmm. have a little bit higher-pitched voices. Uh, sure. But but Lando's line, when he looks back, and his droid and Han are in the cockpit of the Falcon, and Lando just looks back at him, and he goes, you might want to buckle up, baby. And I was just like... Oh my god! I want to be his baby. <laughs> He's talking to me. He's talking to me. He's telling me to buckle up so I'll be safe. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. really liked him in this trailer a lot, and it was good. Yeah, I'm I'm so yeah. excited for him. It was good. I was nervous at first. I'm not gonna lie to you because you know I'm I'm also equal equally pumped. Well, maybe not as pumped, but very very. Yeah, pumped you're not as pumped for, as I am. <laughs> no, I don't think it's possible to be as pumped as Savannah no. when it comes to. Donald Glover. No. Uh, but <laughs> the the cadence took me off for a little bit. Oh. Um, just because the two lines, like, luckily the third one was good, but the first line, you know, everything you've heard about me is true. Right. And then you might want to buckle, buckle up, up baby. baby. I was like, what is happening? Why are we William Shatnering this? But then later on, he's like, L3, you know, let go of the mean man's face. I'm like, oh, okay. It's just a weird context the way they edited the trailer. Yeah. Uh, I... So that was, kind of, that was kind of strange. Just all the pauses, you know, oh, but I, I, I don't like think it's going to be like that. Yeah, for Lando. Lando's like Lando doesn't pause. Oh, what have we here? Everything's just kind of flows into the other. Very, you know, smoothest guy in the galaxy. Yeah, but I but I don't think that's how it's going to be in the movie. So it's not. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I think it worked for those two lines. Sure, 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 sure. As long as not all the lines are like that. Yeah. You know, which I don't think they will be. Yeah. Just a weird thing that I picked up on. Um, I will say that Alden gave me my first moment of, oh, okay, Han. I see Han here. Ooh, what was that moment? Uh, when he gets into the cantina and he looks at Chewie and Chewie says something, he's like, oh, what do you know? Yeah. I was like, that's, that's okay. I that love was, that. That was, that was Han. I saw Han for a minute. I'm into it. Yeah. 
And then as it's been going on, you know, like, when did you learn to fly? 190 years old? You look great. Yeah. I, like, okay. I could also see Han saying this. Yeah. So it's. Well, I'm that was a acquainted. really neat part because honestly, I feel like a lot of casual Star Wars fans don't know anything about Wookiee age and their history and don't realize oh, how oh. long they live. Oh, yeah. Um, like, honestly, I think somebody was telling me that like they didn't they didn't realize that Wookiees could could live to be so old. And I was like, oh, yeah, like Chewbacca is is He's young. Still young. He's still yeah. really young. Yeah. So I, I think it was cool that they added that into the trailer because, you know, people that uh know that part of star wars history it's like oh yeah yeah he's 190 makes sense and then other people are like wait a second what (laughs) you know it it just kind of like it'll throw the casual fan for a loop i think which is sure pretty funny and then then the deeper dive fans it's like ah we have a timeline yes we know where we're at now because he was 180 in episode three so we're 10 years after episode three nine years before episode four exactly "Uh yeah i see what's happening here Um, we have our coordinates (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, that was a good one, Brian. Was, I like that one. Oh, that was a good one. Thank you. Thank um, you. co-host, Dr. Diva. <laughs> this is where I picked him. Um, it's going to be good. Chewie, like, pile driving people. I'm excited to see Chewie in the front because, yeah. like, episode four, co-pilot. Episode five, co-pilot. Episode six, we got him, like, you know, the whole thing with the Ewoks and, like, mm-hmm. stealing an ATST, and they're like, all right, cool, cool. We're getting mm-hmm. it. Seven, we get a little more. I feel like this one, Chewie's just going to be everywhere. Yeah. And I'm pumped because I like Eunice a lot. I think he's doing a great job as Chewie, and I think now that he's confident enough, you know, having done episode seven, episode eight, and now solo, yeah, I feel like we're really gonna get like Chewie, and yeah. I'm into it. I think so too. Really into it. Um, another part about the trailer that I liked is that first of all, I'm gonna talk about the pronunciation of this character's name because I'm very confused. I say Tobias Beckett, and I've heard people say Tobias. Oh, it's Tobias. It's Tobias. It's Tobias, really? Definitely, definitely Tobias. Oh, I mean, made, it's Star Wars, so I could be completely who made wrong. That the decision? day of. Do you know people I, named Tobias? I do, and oh. I made that decision right now because this is now the Dorky Dude Show. Oh my nope. god! <laughs> no, it's it's Tobias. <laughs> really, Tobias? Okay. Yeah, you don't you don't know anyone named Tobias? Uh, no. I mean, I grew up in the 18th century, so maybe that okay. helps. Well, um. <laughs> anyways, Beck. I'm just gonna call him Mr. Beckett. Or just Beckett. You know. uh, Mr. Mr. Beckett. Mr. Beckett is his father. He looks like a mister, okay? He's old. He's <laughs> he's of age. <laughs> um, Mr. Beckett says, assume everyone will betray you. And mm-hmm. I freaking love that line because it gave us so many gift sets of all the people that screw over Han. Like, sad. especially like, oh, Kylo sad. stabbing his father in the chest. I was I like, mean, it hurts so much, but it's right? so good. I half agree with that sentence. <laughs> I mean, it just hurts. <laughs> I mean, I don't like that Kylo killed him. You know, I hate Kylo with every Same. fiber in my soul. <laughs> but I love that there are connections being made all over the place, and that oh, that line is a huge connection in Han's life. Which oh yeah, if the movie's about him. Should be about it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they arrived just before you did. Exactly. You know? It's 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 sad, you know. When I think Ugh. about like that's, that's the why worst I love part Han. about He's such this. a tragic character. He's so sad. I hate it. <laughs> Life is start sad. Crying Savannah. now. I that's the hardest part about this. So like, uh, Sons of Anarchy. All right, mm-hmm. it's one of my favorite shows of all time, and it had a character death that like wrecked me more than anything has ever wrecked me before. Like Aww. ever. Okay, it like I heaving crying. Wasn't expecting it. Really messed me up. 
uh, I have a hard time going back and watching episodes like in the first five seasons where they're having a good time because I know how it ends. You know what I mean? I'm like, this is really nice, but he gets murdered really bad. You know, it's like, yeah. this is cool, but I know where this ends. And yeah. knowing that kind of makes this, it makes me able to enjoy it a little less because it's like, oh, I'm glad you're having good times now, but you're going to fall in love with the princess. It's not going to work out and your son's going to murder you. Like, oh, it God. makes me so sad I know. when I think about this. And like, that's I'm going to have a good time. My heart goes hard. out to him because I just want to hug him and be like, I'll take care of you. But you Buckle can't, up, baby. But she can't. Buckle He's up. gone. He's gone. <laughs> okay. Why did you do on. this? Yeah, it's rough. Yeah. It's rough. So that's that hurts. <laughs> that hurts. I don't like it. I don't like it either. <laughs> Was there anything else in this trailer that really stood out to you? Um, are we still on the first one? So yes. I said they're kind, they're kind of meshed in my head. Yeah. Okay, the first one. Um, we'll call the next one the TV spot. Just okay. to be clear. So when we're talking about the trailer, uh, we're talking about like the a little over two minute trailer and when we talk about the tv spot it's the 45 second one so got it um anything else from the first one i mean therm scissor punch greatest star wars name ever oh yeah oh yeah pretty good um i love that shot of lando can we talk about kira of course we can talk about kira a lot of this trailer starts with kira it does we get our blade runner shot she is (laughs) she's talking about han and she's talking about who he is and she's like you look good. And I was like, hell yeah, he looks good. <laughs> um, like, Agreed. I'm just like so excited to find out more about her because I think she is going to be a bad guy. There's something about her. Oh, for sure. That is just so sly. And mm. I love it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, we have shots of her, you know, in the passenger seat while they're possibly stealing a car. They're definitely running from the cops. Uh, and she's there. And then later on, he's kind of rough looking and she's all bougie now. You're like, oh. What if Beckett's she like, is Enfy's nest? People. I think she's too short. Enfy's nest looks pretty tall. Brian, uh, there are things called shoe lifts and I use them when I'm in costume. Do you wear stilts as well in those shoe lifts? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, well, uh, here we are. Well, I, I mean, Do you think we'll see Enfy's nest's face? I don't really care. <laughs> Yeah. Honestly, I'm not really into that character. <laughs> what if, like, it's come out that it's a woman recently. Yeah. So that that should be interesting. Yeah. I just, they haven't really given enough of that character for me to be excited. And I'm way too excited about other things that, <laughs> like, I'm way too excited about Han, Lando, and Chewie to be excited about any of the new characters, to be honest. So uh-huh. Okay. I understand this. Um, I understand this. But, but that's also because they haven't really given us a ton of Enfy's Nest. It's pretty much the same shot. Over That's true. And over and over. So maybe if they give us like another TV spot with a new shot, I'll be like, ooh, that's cool. But right now sure. I'm just like, guys, Lando. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Kira, Kira does look cool though. I really like the shot of her assuming she's like throwing a grenade or something. She's like throwing oh, yeah. something. Uh, yeah. She just looks super tough in that shot. And I really, really, really like that. So I'm into it. I'm it, glad she still has a British accent. Yeah, I'm okay with her accent now. I didn't uh, care for it at first, but now it's like really grown on me, and I don't even notice it. So that's good. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be good. I yeah. mean, I she's definitely gonna be the one to betray Han. I mean, yeah, come on. and I just really like that she is in the thick of it the whole time. It looks like she's really involved in everything that he's doing, and yeah, and she's like a, she puts the team together. Yeah, and she's not afraid to get her hands dirty, which is a huge, awesome quality of 
you know, female characters that I enjoy. So, sure. um, yeah, I'm excited about that. Someone, um, shout out to Heath, uh, Heath Williams on Twitter <laughs> because he photoshopped a picture of me, uh, my head on Kira's body in the <laughs> promotional poster of her. And now yeah. I'm just like, I don't even look like her, but man, that's a cool outfit. Like, right? I really want that outfit. So I'm into um, it. Yeah, it's exciting. And then they try to like fake us out at the end and make us think that Chewbacca's gonna die because oh yeah, um, you see. Do the- you th- do you think that's gonna be the life debt moment? I've heard so many people talk about that, and it's like I kind of hope it isn't. I hope it's not either because I feel like that's just because I want that to be a surprise. And if they tease that in this trailer and that turns out to be the actual life debt, I'm just like, oh well, that's. Un-exciting. Yeah, like I don't, I don't think know. they're gonna do that honestly because that shot could be completely unrelated like oh yeah they've been teasing us like in the in the opposite directions with the last few movies it's like they're honestly on this train for a long time it seems like because they're fighting so it's like that one clip of the rock could be whatever that could be where the villain dies i don't know like sure you know so i i hope hope it's it's more significant than like chewie almost fell out of a train and han pulled him back i hope that's just me as like an old eu fan you know with with that you know, Han saving Chewie's life from, like, uh, an Imperial officer who's beating him to death. And then Han has to run from the Empire. Like, I like that sort of mm-hmm. major, oh, wow, this is a conflict that Han has to choose. Like, you can't go back from this if you fight. And he chooses to to save Chewie. Yeah. That's cool. I love that. Yeah. Um, to be like, he almost fell out of a train. Now there's a life dead. I'm like, Ugh. Yeah, that's... I don't. I, I just don't think they're going to do that. I think Ron yeah. Howard would be like, no, this is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I trust him so much. Like I do as well. He's another reason why I'm I'm getting excited for it. You can just tell he's so amped about what he's doing and he holds it so dear to his heart that you know he's going to take care of it because he he just has high yeah. standards too. Like he has Absolutely. really high standards. So. And he's like the best at teasers. Yeah. He's like, yeah. here's a screen of something unrelated, and you're like, <gasps> and you're it's just two like, Wookiees. Yeah, I know, I know. He posted another one. What was it? Uh, maybe yesterday of a uh, shot of Lando, or maybe it was this morning. I can't remember, but either way, I, I was just like freaking out. So. Yep. Yeah, it was good. Do you do you feel ready to move on to the TV spot? Oh, I'm ready. Because I think this one to me was way more exciting than anything we've ever seen. Okay. Um. <laughs> okay. Obviously, you don't feel the same. It's all the same to me. Like I said, I'm still oh, yeah. I'm still hesitant. Every I'm, time something new comes out, my first reaction is, oh my God, I hope this is what sucks Brian in. <laughs> and it never happens. I Like I said, I'm just, I know what the problem is. I'm too precious about it. Like the problem is with me, you know, and I get it. I, I'm not blaming it on anything this else. This is the thing that makes I'm, me really sad, Brian. I'm I'm going in wanting with every fiber of my being to love this movie because I okay so tiny aside I had a nightmare like three weeks ago Mm -hmm. and and like I was watching a movie it was a Star Wars movie it was like I didn't know which one it was it was like a new one that I hadn't seen and I hated it like every line of it was like completely what is this this isn't Star Wars at all and I was like like really messed up about it. I was like, I, I, I like all the Star Wars. This, this is bad. I don't know how to handle this. This is bad. Aww. And uh, then I got an email from Kelly Marie Tran, and she's like, Hey, can I come on your podcast? And I was oh like, This kind of makes it better. <laughs> but oh my but God. I was very, I like, I didn't handle it well, and I woke up and I was like in a really bad mood. I was like, God, I hope I never have to deal with that. 
because I do like all the everything we've had up until now, you know, and I, I want I want to like this movie a lot. So I'm going in looking for reasons to like it. But I the, don't expect to hate it. This is what uh, makes me really sad is that I know you're going to try your best to like it. But uh-huh. in my head, I think, what if he doesn't like it? And I like, what if you go to the movie and then like we talk about it and you're just like, eh, it was OK. And I was just like, did it you see the like, same movie? It'd be like we switched seats for episode eight. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I was not happy when we talked after episode eight, like our initial phone call. <laughs> oh, I remember. It was like two hours of well, you. Well, I didn't this? have anyone to talk to because it was so late. And then I was like, nah, I guess I'll just try to call Brian. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> number, number and you 25 were like, on the list. I loved it. And I was like, this is not the conversation I wanted to have right now. <laughs> Who <laughs> else can avoided, I talk to? <laughs> then you avoided podcasting for five months. Yeah, well, perks <laughs> of having your own show, I guess. oh god it's gonna be it i'm i don't know i mean that's the other thing is like i'm not gonna say it's gonna be bad because i haven't seen it right you know what i mean i so respect that like because i can't like and that's the other thing is like i look at these trailers and everything is out of context yeah everything so i cannot while i thought lando's delivery was weird in those two lines i'm like maybe it was just those two lines maybe those two lines out of context in the trailer is weird yeah it doesn't mean the whole thing's gonna be weird yeah. You know, and so I, I'm going in wanting to love it, and I'm just nervous. I'm just nervous. I because I also don't want to go in and be like, I'm gonna think this is the greatest movie ever, and then it not be. Yeah. You know. Okay. Well, let's talk about the TV spot, and we can get that over Do with, it. and then we can talk about the Leia book. And you really liked that book, so I loved it. You'll be happy. <laughs> I'm happy to talk about this. Okay. I know. I know. I just feel bad because. I avoid conversations. Oh, oh don't, feel, don't feel bad because I'm going to get mine when we talk episode eight. I feel like we need to have a party, uh, a live stream party when we talk about episode eight. This isn't something we can just do over microphone and then edit and put it out there. Like we need to live stream like a Google Hangout where I we think, talk about this because we it's going to be a big deal. We, have, we do live stream on Instagram from time to time. I know. Well, guys, let in, us know if you want us to live stream our episode eight talk because uh, – we could it's we gonna, could do that. It's gonna be real. That would be a long yeah. show to edit. Yeah, good point. Good point. So this is actually you pawning it off the editing. I see. I see what's happening. This I mean, is two honestly, times. it <laughs> would take a long time because <laughs> I oh, listen yeah. to the entire show and I don't edit much, but I listen to it to make every, to make sure everything sounds good. And if I'm editing a four hour show, it would take me like twelve hours to edit that because I Fair. go through it like several Fair. times. So let us know on Instagram and Twitter. Let us know on Instagram and Twitter <laughs> and think? the Dorky Diva Facebook group. Plug. The Dorky Diva Facebook group. All right. TV spot. TV um, spot. This just like randomly dropped this morning and I almost did. didn't watch it because I thought it was the trailer and I just saw it on my Facebook feed and then I was like, wait a second, this is new. And it's really different. So the Very different. TV spot. First of all, I'm going to try to play this audio somewhere in the podcast. So if you hear audio, that's what it is. It's the TV spot. Um mm. It starts out with Chewbacca and Han on the train. And they're like shooting at something and they look super awesome. But then it cuts to Han turning to Chewie and forgive me if this isn't exactly correct, but he's like basically asking, you know, what's your name anyways to Chewie. Uh And I just love that moment because it's like that's the start of their friendship. Like, yeah, we're going to see that happen. And I want to know if the life debt happened before that. And now he's oh. like, that's what I want to know. It's like, does the life debt happen early on in this movie? 
And that's why their buds, you know, like, do you know I what I mean? I don't think so. I think the, I mean, I feel like that would be like the climax scene of the movie. Because the train chase, and it's like, I think that's well, the job. But but I don't I think, think this is in order. I don't think that I don't think the train sequence would happen first. But what if there's some random life debt? Uh, oh yeah yeah happening? no 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 yeah 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 for sure. No, I mean I don't think the train job is gonna happen early on. Yeah, I, I don't think, think that's so gonna be the big. I think that's the job they're putting the team together to do is a totally. train heist. Yeah, no, I don't yeah. think the train thing will be first. I just think something crazy is gonna happen, and Han saves Chewie from it or gets him out of a bad situation, and then and then Chewie's like, "Yo, um, I'm gonna be yeah. your pal forever now, life debt thing," and then yeah, Han's like, that. "So what's your name, anyways? Because I guess if you're gonna be my pal forever, I need to know your name." Yeah, and that actually would lead credence to the idea that him out of the train is not the life debt because he calls him Chewy as he's like trying to pull him back in. Yeah. So, yeah. aha. Yeah, and then we see um, quite a few shots that we've already seen before, but they're really quick. So it's like Han and Chewie outside the Falcon. It's uh, Kira walking off the ship in her awesome cape. You know, mm-hmm. just like really quick things. And then um, we see there's this line that... Uh, Tobias says in the first trailer, he says, if you come with us, you're in this life for good. In the TV spot, he says, if you come with me, you're in this life for good. Mm. To me, I'm just like, "Mm, what's happening? I see. So it'll be interesting to see which one they go with and what that means and why they may have recorded that different ways. Uh Um, The one thing I like about this TV spot a crap ton is the sound effects like this tv spot is all about cutting to the music and the sound effects which i love Mm. because it keeps things rolling very like smoothly and it Uh keeps you engaged in it and so there's like all this like clicking and clacking and like shuffling and shooting and and you see a hand slide across all this um stuff on the table i guess while they're playing sabak and then you see Mm -hmm. lando lay down his cards and at the at the end, um, Han and Chewie are sitting next to each other. Han pulls up his Sabat carbs cards and like shows them to Chewie, and yeah. Chewie's just like, "Nope, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like really, this is this is this is it. This is how we're gonna lose the Falcon." Like, um, oh yeah, it's it's just really funny. I agree. I love that moment. I, felt- I the one thing I got from this trailer though is, did you see the Star Wars show last week with yes. Alden and Donald Glover? Yes. Uh, the one thing they said is like, what's something that we should be prepared for going in? And Alden was like, there are a ton of, of jokes. jokes. Yeah. Just joke, joke, jokes. So people that had issue with the amount of jokes in episode eight, I feel like are going to have a real problem with this because it's going to be way more than episode eight. I disagree. And this is way why. more than I episode disagree, eight. And this is why. So yeah. <laughs> I didn't like the jokes in the last Jedi because I, there was no way I was expecting that. And, then, oh. like, I was totally not expecting that. I expected it to be super, super serious, not jokey. I'm mm-hmm. expecting this movie to be that jokey. That makes the difference, for sure. That completely changes it. And we've oh. all known from the beginning that this movie would be funny because of Lord and Miller. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, Ron Howard might tone that down a little bit, but that's still the main part of the movie. And so when Alden said that, I was like, cool, I'm, I'm cool with it. Is there too much jokes? Is that a possibility for you? Um, I'm not sure if they could, if there could be too much jokes, but I or too many mm-hmm. jokes. I just think there could be a problem with um the quality of the jokes. You know, Fair. I Fair. want quality 
jokes and not just like, oh, we threw this in for a laugh, you know? But but sure. from what I've seen so far, I've laughed at every joke that they've had in the trailers or the teasers. And I thought that they were well written and they make sense. Agreed. So Agreed. I, I'm into all the trailer ones. Yeah, I'm nervous because Thor... Did you see Thor Ragnarok? No, I don't watch Marvel movies. Uh, some of them are really good. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to so, watch Black Panther soon, though, so that's exciting. So, well, Black Panther is amazing. Uh, Thor Ragnarok, okay? Thor is my favorite superhero mm-hmm. uh, in all of Marvel. And I loved the first three. Thought they were very good. Mm-hmm. Wait, Thor, Dark World. No, maybe two. Uh, so Ragnarok, I did not like at all mm-hmm. because it was basically Thor trying to be Guardians of the Galaxy. Joke, Gross. joke, 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 joke. Every, like, minute. Um, and it just wasn't Thor to me because mm-hmm. Thor is not uh, like there are jokes, but he's not he's not Peter Quill. He's mm-hmm. not Star Lord. Yeah. You know, that's just not his character. That's Tony Stark. That's Peter Quill. It's not Thor. And that's what this was. And that's another hesitation I have because Han is not smart. He's clever. Han's goofy. He does ridiculous things. Yeah. But if it's like if they amp that up, it's like, what is going on? You know, Han's yeah. still got to be the badass that shoots in a cantina. You know, that, like, is the scoundrel. She's not, like, this happy-go-lucky kind of guy that's like, oh, hey, Han is so funny, and that's why I like him. I like him because he's a badass scoundrel, you know? The only thing that I... The only reason why I would be okay with him making more jokes in this movie than he ever has before, and it it might seem a little out of character for him, is that this is a younger version of him, and this is is Han before a lot of crazy crap happens to him, in my opinion. Like... Sure, fair. So... and, And people change because of that stuff, so... True. I think I think it'll be okay. Honestly, I think it'll be great. As long as it's as long as it makes sense. That's my biggest thing with Star Wars. I just want it to make sense, and not like it makes sense in like our world makes sense, like physics right. and whatnot. But it makes sense like within the context of the story that right. we have right now. And that's, you know, like that's why I'm comfortable with it so far because all of the jokes they've had in the trailer and the teasers make sense. Yes, I like all the jokes that we've seen. I've laughed at every one of them, and I think it's great. But I would like if like. You know, out of the trailer, we've got, what, three minutes or so mm-hmm. of footage? Mm-hmm. We've got, like, maybe five, six jokes. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm okay with that because it's a very small percentage mm-hmm. of what we've seen that's been jokes. Right. But if it's, like, a majority, like, oh, they made a Star Wars comedy. I'm like, it's the seedy underworld. Like, this is some serious stuff going on. Yeah. And I don't want my Star Wars to be serious. I want it to be fun. Right. But I don't want it to be joke, 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 because that's not what Star Wars is to I- me. I think, in my opinion, a joke is, like, you know, Han saying... 190 you look great you know that's not really a hey i'm gonna crack up over this but it's like that's really funny you know but exactly i'm totally cool with stuff like that i love it i love it love it love it and i'm expecting it so that's why i'm gonna be like that does make all the difference in the world yeah 100 percent. because i think if i would have expected it and prepared myself where i may have liked ragnarok better Mm -hmm. but i did not like it at all because it was very it just wasn't what it wasn't the character that i knew well, you know. and, and that's how I felt with The Last Jedi. I didn't expect that to be funny at all. And then there were jokes, and I was like, mm, hate it. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but one I mean, thing, we'll see. One thing I like about this new TV spot is that it really shows more of the grit of everything. Like, <laughs> the table that they're playing on is, like, grimy, and, like, all the cards have been played with for years, you can tell. And it just, like, it all looks so good. It just... You do like grimy. I want to touch it. <laughs> you do. You do like grimy in your Star Wars. I do. That's so why you're like. I don't like Canto Bite. It's too clean. It's the too opera clean. scene. I'm just not into it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna say one thing, and this <gasps> is a tease for when we talk Uh-oh. about the Last Jedi. Oh boy. Are you ready? 
I'm ready. She's completely un- unrelated to wait, Solo. Wait, so hold, hey on, guys. hold on, hold <gasps> on. All right. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. Okay, after watching the documentary, um, The Director and the Jedi from mm-hmm. The Last Jedi, mm-hmm. love Canto Bite. Like, I, I love wow. the work that went into Canto Bite. To me, just when you thought I don't, you couldn't get more. Wait a second, Brian. I'm not done. I'm not done. <laughs> I don't like it in the movie. Oh, here we go. There had to be a but. I don't like it in the movie, but I love the work and the detail that went into that and all of the nitpicking and the, oh, make sure you put brown lipstick on her because if you put red on her, it's not going to go with the look. Like that mm. detailed. Love, love, love it. But okay. I love my grimy stuff too. <laughs> this feels like a backhanded compliment. No, I mean, <laughs> it's not because... It, that's completely new to me, okay? Clean, pretty, yes. uh, I don't know. I guess there's that kind of stuff in the prequels, but yes. to me it doesn't compare. Um, okay. I, I don't know. I think... I, I, we'll get into that in the last year. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but I just want to tease. I appreciate Canterbite. That's the Good. word. That's the word I'm looking for. I appreciate it and the work they put into it and the references that they made with the camera movements. I mm-hmm. give it an A plus. Okay. A backhanded like A plus, but an A plus. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'll, ta- I'll take what I can get. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. But, so, um, what was there? What stuck out in this new trailer for you? The TV spot. Honestly, it was just the way everything was cut. I I'm very picky about how things are cut, and again, that's why I didn't like the Last Jedi. I didn't like how that movie was cut, and the Boy. I just love how quick this teaser was. It was like boom, 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 mm-hmm. and we saw quite a few new shots. I mean, we saw several new droids and aliens and the whole, uh, you know, like Sabacc playing scene is like totally new. Um, So uh, it just flowed really well. And that 45 seconds was packed with like really good stuff. And I think this is a teaser that attracts everyone, like non-Star Wars fans, casual Star Wars fans, hardcore Star Wars fans, like, I feel like anybody that looks at this would be interested in it because of the pacing, the music, the sound effects. I don't know. I just really liked it in general. Like it That's okay. A plus. A plus 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 plus. Fair. Fair. I'm into it. I'm Why into did it. you hate it, Brian? I I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wish you could have seen Where my hand I movement start? when I did that. I did like a like a I don't uh. even know. Like a, I'm gonna snap my fingers at you, kind of a thing. <laughs> swerve. That's cor- what it was. It was a swerve. Yeah, I, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I like, I don't like the music. I'll be honest with you. Listen, and this one was even loved. Like, I love this one was even more like a fan film music. Like we got, it. it the music this is, is not, a fan film. It, <laughs> like, it doesn't. It doesn't feel Star Wars to me. The music, like I said, that's not saying that this music is gonna be in the movie. You know, because this trailer was cut really fast doesn't mean the movie's going to be cut really fast. I hope fast. the music like, like this is in the movie because I, I have, love it. I have such trust issues with Star Wars in their trailers because like 90% of the footage from the Rogue One trailers was not in the movie. And that movie was significantly reshot. This movie was significantly reshot. Episode 8, we even had like where Luke is on the ground and then you have Rey lifting up her lightsaber. They reversed the shot because in the movie she's putting it down. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, oh, oh, literally none of this is is it, we can trust. Mm-hmm. You know, so trailers, the the content is what I'm looking at, mm-hmm. and I like I said, I am looking forward to it. I am. I'm hesitantly so. 
Um, I'm trying to make my expectations as low as possible. That way, oh I will enjoy gosh. it that okay. much better. Right. I'm precious about it. Dude, I, I read the old EU, right? And I remember <clears throat> speculating with people before episode seven came out. And somebody was like, what if, like, what if the bad guy is Han and Leia's son? I was like, mother of God, I hope not. Because then it'd be like a ripoff Jason Solo. Oh, he went to the dark side. But then they're not going to do it as well. And then L-O-L. That, and that, that stuck with me because I had preconceived notions. And then when I went in, in that moment when Snoke is like, you know, the droid is aboard the Millennium Falcon in the hands of your father, Han Solo. I was like, what? Uh, like, because I'd sat with that idea and I'm like, I don't like this idea. Yeah. And then it happened. And I was that much more upset. I'm like, this, he's just a not as good Jason Solo. And, uh, you know, I, I, I've come around because I like him in episode eight a lot. But the point is, I'm trying to go in with the least amount of expectations. Um, there are things I obviously want to see. Um, everything in this movie, I'm into. I would love it if it was a book, you know? But it's all the visuals and like, is Alden Hahn? I, need, I need the visuals. The music I right? need the dirt. I know. I See, I want the story. I'm always about the story. <sighs> and everything in this movie is stuff that I want to know. All of it. We are like, such I'm, opposites. I'm like, so... I want to go through this trailer and screenshot all of the beautiful looking <laughs> shots. And you're just like, what's the story? Story. Yeah, me, I'm like, I, me, I look at the shot, I'm like, all right, who is that Wookiee? You know what I mean? Is it Mala? Is I'm it somebody like, else? I'm like, look at the texture of her hair. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the thing. I'm like, I, Star Wars to me is a story. It's always the story. Mm. Like, that's why that's why it has to make sense to me. Because I'm like, what is what is this? That is we, a, Why does the Falcon look like this when we've seen the Falcon in episode three looking like this? You know? Yeah, we're polar like opposites. That, yeah, that's, that's my thing. Polar. Like, visually, it has to be good. <laughs> But it's the it's the story above all for me. This is what it's about. Like, like the visual okay. dictionaries, words, things I studied, and that's all story. Right. You know. This is this is a little tidbit, like like your uh, like your visual dictionaries, a little tidbit of me liking visual things. Yesterday, uh-huh. my fiance and I went to a comic book shop, and he was freaking out because they had the Code Three uh, Star Wars ship models. They had the Millennium Falcon and the X Wing, and they're like super expensive, super nice, super detailed. And I looked at him, and I was like, honestly, they're not dirty enough. Like. Yep. They're just not yep. dirty enough. <laughs> and now talking about this, I'm just like, yep, on brand. Hashtag yep. on brand. On brand, the dorky diva. Yeah. Um, yeah okay. Well, that's, I mean. So that's my thing. That's I'm okay. into it. I'm excited. Like I said, I'm not going in with arms crossed saying impress me. You know, I'm going to be like, show me what you've got. I'm into it. I'm 100% open to be wrong. I feel There's like... nothing I want more than to walk out and be like, wow, that was incredible. Yeah. And I feel like if at the end of the day you don't like the story in this movie, I think you're going to have elements that you love, like the aliens yes, and the droids. I will find something. And that's going to make you super happy. Yeah, I have to. And I have like a, I have this thing, I call it like my Game of Thrones feelings because like I'm very good at accepting things, you know, which I feel like a lot of the fandom isn't. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> Shade. And, uh, I know. I mean, you threw some, so I got to even it out. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, the thing is like, in Game of Thrones, spoiler alert, it's like seven years old, so you should have seen it. Ned Stark dies, right? Wow. I hate that that happened, and I hate how it happened. Because he was like the honorable man in Westeros, and then some punk who just got the crown was like, nah, I feel like killing you. Mm-hmm. And that upset me for a really long time. But then at the end of the day, I was like, it still happened. Mm-hmm. There's nothing I can do to change it. So I have two options. Like, that's something my dad always taught me. He's like, you either change it or you get over it. Those are your only options, because mm-hmm. time is going. 
So that helps me with things that like I don't agree with, you know, and mm-hmm. I feel like with Solo, even if there is something that I don't agree with, I'll be like, well, I mean, it's what happened, mm-hmm. you know, so I have to accept it because that's the way that it happened. Well, it's not going to ruin Star Wars for you. There's so much other stuff. Yeah, that you yeah like. there's there's nothing in the world that could ruin Star Wars for me. Yeah, because I'll always have the things that I love. You know, I'll have a real hard time with it if I don't like something. Well, uh, but we'll move on. You know, let's we'll, let's talk about something you love then. Star Wars? Um, Leia, Princess of Alderaan. Ooh, yes. So, first what did of you all, think of it? Okay. you read a book. Okay, guys, I read another book. This is my second book this year. Ooh. I mean, psh, I should have been on four now, but crap happened, and it's- I finished this book, okay? Two um, for you is like four for the average reader. Yeah, so. it's, it's huge. <laughs> it's like ten for the average reader. Yeah. Um, first of all, this is my first book I've ever read by Claudia Gray. And mm. I know so many people that love her work. I'm so excited to get into this book. And the very first, like, two or three chapters, um, I read them and then I immediately texted you, Brian, because I was like, holy cow, I feel like this is the type of book I've been wanting to read my entire life. Because when I read <laughs> books, I get so annoyed at some of the level of detail that these authors go through to describe things to us. And I'm just like, I'm really annoyed by it sometimes. And Claudia Gray gave me just enough. Like, I I don't really know how to describe it, but there's something about the way she writes where I can picture everything, but I'm not wasting my time reading three pages of something that could be condensed into a paragraph. You know, like, the <laughs> sure. way she described Leia and the way she described Alderaan and the way she described all of these things that I kind of knew what they were like. Like, obviously, I know, I know what Leia was like, but as far as Alderaan, it's like we've never really seen a lot of Alderaan, so I've only had sure. little tidbits, and she built off that so much and in such a oh, simple yeah. way. Uh, because, I mean, I believe this is a, a young reader's novel. It's, it is. It's for, like, teens or, you know, yep. kids. Young adults. Yeah, young Why? adults. So um, I just really like the way she writes a lot. and Same. It, oh, man, it's just so good. And, and the way she describes things is just so beautiful. But um, if you don't know, this book is about Leia, and she's 16 years old at the time. And this is about her kind of going through her trials to become, you know, the heir. A rightful heir, yeah. Yes, the rightful heir of Alderaan. And when we're talking about this book, we are going to be getting into some spoilers. So if you don't know anything about this book and you don't want to know anything about this book, we're going to be talking about this the rest of the time. So I just want to put that out there right now. There's going to be right. spoilers. It's been nice. See you next yeah. time. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's. I honestly listened to a couple podcasts. Actually, I think it was just one podcast about this book before I read it. So I knew some of the things that would happen, and it didn't ruin my time reading it at all. It kind of actually enhanced it. So uh-huh. just going to put that out there. So um, the book is starting with Leia um, on Alderaan, and she is she's going to the ceremony called the Day of Demand, and that's mm-hmm. when she demands her right to be named the heir of Alderaan, and she has to complete three tasks, and they're called um, the body, the mind, and the heart, and then after she completes those tasks, she'll be declared the heir. And she basically just goes through, like, all these crazy things, and she goes on these mercy missions and meets, um, you know, other people her age along the way and learns, like, a ton of hardcore secrets about the rebellion that's forming. Oh, yeah. Which was insane. Um, That was probably my favorite part of this book was, like, getting to know all of the... uh, like the rebellion formation secrets even more and getting to really get in the head of Bail Organa and Mon Mothma and 
have an eye on what they were doing and why they were doing it and who they were keeping secrets from. Like, Mm -hmm. Leia wasn't supposed to know anything. And then she found out. And it was like, oh, my gosh. Like, you know, she wasn't even supposed to know that this was happening. And that's how secretive it was. And she's the daughter of Bill and Brea Organa. And so I just, it was just really, really, really good. Um, Another thing I liked about this book is that It really gave a good example of a mother-daughter relationship in Star Wars, which we see a few times, but honestly, it's kind of sparse. And Brea is just amazing. Like, first of all, Bale and Brea adopted Leia. Like, that's not their blood child, but they love her more than anything. And getting to see the way Brea treats Leia and cares for her is, like, so so amazing and she treats her like a woman like she doesn't treat her as a little kid most of the time Brea is like you know she's she's old enough to handle this and really gives Leia the right to be an adult um by the end of the book which is amazing and I'm gonna say one more thing and then I'm gonna let you talk Brian because I'm literally you're good I'm gonna rant about this but one little thing that I liked about this book is that it talked about Leia's like personal uh I don't even know what you call her. Her little like personal assistant droid that yeah. helps her like get ready in the <laughs> helps morning. Helps her hair. And, you know, helps <laughs> with her hair. And one thing that the droid did, I think her name was 2V. Uh, yep. One thing that 2V did for Leia was braid her hair every day. And they talked about the importance of braids on Alderaan mm-hmm. and the importance of hairstyles. And I was like, holy cow. Like there's a reason why Leia looks the way she does all the time. And the way she does her hair and what it represents. And honestly, in the book, Leia was like always annoyed by it. She didn't like having yeah. <laughs> to sit there and get her hair braided. But it's so cool to hear about that part of her life when she was 16 and then see her a few years later, like embracing what that means to her. And after Alderaan explodes, you know, she still has her hair braided because that's a piece of her history and that's a piece of her heart. Like, oh, I love uh. it. So good. Love it. Um, And this book was created to be in the Journey to the Last Jedi series. So they even go to Crate and they talk about Crate. And um, Amelyn Holdo is in it. And she's like Leia's age. So that was really cool to hear about because it it explains her quirkiness a lot. Like really explains her quirkiness. And it kind of explains how by the end of the book she tones it down a little bit. And we end up seeing that in The Last Jedi, that she's she's still got a little something to her. She's got her purple hair, you know, mm-hmm. but her dress isn't covered in crazy sequins and, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you know, crazy stuff. She's, so. she's no longer looking for snow owls. Exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and even Leia says in the book at one point, she's like, I don't know if I'll ever understand Amelyn speak or whatever she calls it, like her own little language, basically. It's um, so good. But I thought that was neat. So, okay, what was what? what did you think of the book, Brian? I loved it. Loved it. I read it when it came out, and mm-hmm. uh, I was like, you need to read this book. I was like pushing it down your throat for yeah. forever. Uh, it's so good. And this was like, I love Claudia Gray. I'm a massive Claudia Gray fan. I've read all of her new canon books, mm-hmm. um, and they're so good. And this one, the thing I liked, one of the things I liked most about it was how much she took the time to talk about Alderaan's culture. Yes. Because that's one of the best things about Star Wars is everything matters. Mm -hmm. And like when you go to the cantina, each one of those people in there have their own story, you know, and Mm -hmm. we have not gotten a whole lot of deep dive canon into Alderaan. Mm -hmm. And this, not only did we get like physical 
ideas of Alderaan, like with the mountains and the terrain, we also got customs. Mm -hmm. And the fact that, like, Leia was adopted, but when we're talking about a monarch, you know, it's not that easy. Mm -hmm. You don't just get adopted and then you get the throne. You got to prove yourself. Mm -hmm. And I really like that. I like the whole idea that it's like a coronation in front of everyone. She has a sword and has to make these demands and... it was really, really cool. And it shows that she wasn't just a stuck-up princess. Like, she had to work for that spot. Oh, yeah. She had oh, yeah. to work It was not given to her at all. She had to prove herself. And then she even had to, at the Day of Demand, say what she was going to do. And mm-hmm. then the people had to be like, okay, that's good enough. Yeah. So it wasn't even like, I'm going to do this, and that's good enough, and then I'll get the crown. Right. It's like, you have to submit your report, and then they have to be like, okay, we accept these as your challenges. And then you have to go finish the challenges. Exactly. And it was really cool. I mean, we really got, it just felt, like I said earlier, you know, it just has to make sense to me. And this was very, very Leia. Everything in this book, you can watch the movies and be like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I totally, yeah. 100%. 100%. The, the one thing I loved about this book the most is that uh, prior to reading this book, I, obviously I love Leia. Like there's nothing I dislike about her character, but I was never the little girl that was like, Leia is my is my hero. You know, Han Solo was right. my freaking hero. Like <laughs> he was it. And and while a lot of other women and and girls love Leia and really relate to her and resonate with her character, that was never me. Like I always felt more connected with a lot of the male characters, like especially Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Um there's other female characters that I like too like Hera and Sabine, but I'm talking about when I was little and there weren't as many choices. Sure. Um and, but this book, like, made me love her so much because it really explains why she is the way she is. And every time something bad happened in this book, she always had a sense of hope. And it's it's like you see that when she's older. You always see that when she gets oh, older. Yeah. But it's amazing to see that she's always had that in her. And that's that's just who she is. Like, that's literally just who she is. Something bad will happen and she's just like, it's okay, you know. It, it obviously hurts her and she grieves and she mourns and, and, you know, battles with it like a normal person. But she just puts her head back up and she's like, it's okay. There's always hope. And I'm just like, what? Yeah. Well, Love that's the thing. That. Leia, is, Leia as a character is defined by loss. She's yeah. lost everything and then continues to move on. And well, like, it's so good. Speaking of loss. <laughs> oh, God. My gosh. Tire. Um. Okay, good. I'm glad you say his name the same way. So uh, his name is spelled K-I-E-R. I say Kyer. I've heard some people As say Kier. Um, but I had a, I have a friend named Kyer. His name is spelled with a Y. But I just pictured him being like this character. So it was easy to say Kyer. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kyer is basically like Leia's first boyfriend. He is. And he holy is. Oh, crap. <laughs> they're adorable. Like They are. I think I like them more than Han and Leia. I mean, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> they were really cute. I mean, they were very you have cute. to say, like, it doesn't yeah. make you mad that she was with another guy before Han. Oh, like, no, it, no. Not it, at all. He, like, it's like, made, oh, my gosh, she more had sense love and, like, learned what it's like to be with someone and like them. And, oh, my God, it was just so cute. And I think that's really cool, especially because this is a young, is it, what do they call it, young adult book? Yep. Um. Like, young girls, it, that's normal for them to, like, read about a girl their age, like, having feelings for a guy and, and being, like, nervous to be around him, but liking him. And I don't know, I just thought that was really cool to see in Star Wars because, um, obviously, like, with, with Anakin and Padme, that was a 
totally different situation. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know. I just really liked how Claudia wrote his character. And then, uh, spoiler alert, at the end of the book, he dies. And... Oh, he died so bad, too. <sighs> it's like, he's like that guy that is like trying to do what he thinks is the right thing, but mm-hmm. just has horrible luck. You know, he's like, I'm, I'm trying to protect you and Alderaan, and what you're doing is dumb, but, like, just just pass this along. And yeah. she's like, I'm not going to do that. I yeah. can't. Oh, God, so good. <laughs> it hurt. I, I don't really cry when I read books. I cry when I watch movies, and I, I got a little teary at, at the end of this. Like, I was sitting on the couch, and my fiancé was watching TV, and I was on my phone, and I was like, you know, I was like, I'm almost done with this book. It's really good. And then I was like, Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I was wrong. It's not good at all. Not okay. <laughs> um, and then I just like thought about it the rest of the night and I was like, wow, that really hurt my heart. <laughs> it's a tough one. It's but, a tough one. What's your, what was your favorite part of the book? Do you have a favorite scene? Um, let me think. Oh, I actually screenshotted a quote that I wanted to read and I think it was maybe one of my favorite quotes of the book. And this might, Sweet. This might be my favorite part. Let me find it real quick. Okay. So, this is Mon Mothma talking about Leia. And this is further along in the book. It's like probably three quarters of the way through the book. And this is when Uh Leia knows a crap ton about what's going on with the Rebellion. And, you know, she feels like she is spying, but she's not. It's just like things are happening and she's hearing about it. And anyways, Mon Mothma says this about Leia. She says... Leia has had her day of demand. She's growing into an adult, a representative of the next generation, and make no mistake, they're the generation who will bear the brunt of what's to come. They're the ones who'll do most of the fighting and most of the dying. They're the ones who will do most of the rebuilding afterward, and if we are so fortunate as to see an after. We need the young with us. Without them, this war is lost before it's begun. And I was just like, oh my god. Like, first of all, not to be super political, but, like, that's what's happening in our real world right now. And when you look at Star Wars, Mon Mothma is so right. Leia is the reason things carried on. Like, you see yeah. her until the resistance. Like, she is the thread that keeps things going and making decisions. And even even Amalyn Holdo, you know, she's been there the whole time, too. Even if we haven't seen her in the original trilogy, it's like we hear about her now in the beginning and we see her towards the end. Like, that's insane. It um, is. So I think that was my favorite part of the book is just to hear, like, how important the young people were and how the elder, not, not that Mon Mothma was old, but the older people we're sure. recognizing how important the young people were and not just writing them off and being like, oh, she's a 16-year-old girl. She doesn't know what she's talking about, you know? Right. Um, and Mon Mothma was like, no, she knows what she's doing. She's an adult. She can handle this, and we need to listen to her, you know? Like, I just thought that was really cool. That quote gets me hyped. I know. I, know. <laughs> like, I highlighted so much stuff in this book. Like, I might end up <laughs> doing a blog post and just kind of, like, highlighting some of my favorite um uh, quotes that I that I pulled from the book uh, uh-huh. just because like there were so many good ones but that one was my absolute favorite and I was like screenshot like <laughs> keeping that forever um Fair. but yeah that was my favorite part of the book I think I know what your favorite part of the book was yes Moth Panaka yep oh yeah. my god I freaked yeah freaked Panaka Panaka's back it's another thing I love Panaka when you, when you, is when you, back when you pay it all off, you know, like when you've got six movies prior to the sequels and we start referencing the prequels. It's like there's all of it. There's yep. a lot we need to incorporate. And this book with Panaka 
that whole scene mm-hmm. when he's like he's like he freaks out mm-hmm. when he sees Leia because she looks so much like her mom. Yeah. And he was there at the Battle of Naboo and like what? And he just has this moment. It's like what? Yeah. Huh? What? When did you? When were you adopted? Yep. And he's just like going off to himself in the in the office and he's like, oh god, yeah. huh? And and when he starts to piece it together, then he gets killed. I was like, <gasps> yep. This is such a roller coaster of a chapter. And like, you know, huge side note, uh, they went to Naboo and Leia freaking put on the dress that Padme wears at the end of The Phantom Menace. She did. Hello? Like, what? So cool. (laughs) I want fan art of that. Like, right? Give us, I've heard a few other people say, yeah, we want fan art of that. And I'm just like, where is it? Like, it's been a while. Somebody give it to me. If if it's out there, please tweet it to me. For real, so that's that. I mean, that's my favorite chapter by far because I just I couldn't believe it. I was not expecting that at all. Yeah. And then the fact that Panaka's like having a moment where he's like, "Oh God, what is this? I think yeah. it is." And yeah. to watch him go through that process and then get killed, and you're like, "Oh snap!" Yep. Uh, I love I loved that. Uh, close second would be when Leia is on crate. And she's all like, I demand to see whoever's in charge here because I'm in charge too and let's do this. And then Bale walks out and he's like, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. moment he finds that Leia finds Bale in the rebellion. Right. I was like, oh well, man, this is great. And the book starts out with Leia feeling very distant from her parents. And she's yeah, like, why, why don't they love me? Like, why don't they, why aren't they like they used to be? And then obviously she figures out, oh, um, they're planning this big thing and the world's going to end. Like, <laughs> Yeah, God, it's so good. It, it makes me love that scene even more in Rogue One between Bale and Mon Mothma. Yeah. You know, when she's like, we're going to need all the help we can get, you know, your friend, the Jedi. And yes. that whole back and forth, I'm like, oh, snap. Oh, yes. oh. Like, it was already well, great because Bale of episode says, four. And when Bale says, I trust her with my life. Yeah. Ugh, God, it's so good. So good. And I love Wobani like her yeah. first mercy mission yeah well bonnie is the planet that Jyn so was in jail on mm-hmm. you know with the with the uh, the tank the yeah. clone tank and to see like the destitute uh, area and mm-hmm. then she's like wow we're here to give supplies but like these people are impoverished this is horrible so she just like empties half her ship and goes we can fit 50 people yeah. everyone get in here and she's like we'll give you all jobs Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah. So good. Yeah. It's a great... Claudia Gray is incredible, and she writes Leia so well. Yeah. And uh, you're going to love her other books. It's... I can't wait. I can't wait to read more. Like, I think you're really going to... I mean, you're going to love Bloodline, because it's yeah. Leia as she's older. Yeah. And obviously, Claudia Gray just knows Leia. Yeah. Um, but I think you're really going to like Lost Stars, if yeah. you haven't seen it. Because so, especially the way you talked about the relationship being built oh, and stuff yeah. like that, Lost Stars will rip your heart out. Yeah. Well, so so for the next book that we're going to read and review on the show, we're going to talk about Last Shot, which comes out this coming week. Um, So excited. Actually, does it? I think it comes out. Comes out out Tuesday. Okay, Tuesday. Yeah. So, and that's about Lando and Han. But then after that, I really want to go back and read another one of Claudia Gray's books. So we'll either probably talk about Bloodline um, or Lost Stars. I actually have a copy of Bloodline now. One of my friends let me borrow it. So maybe we'll do that in a couple months. Um, I don't want to talk too much more about this book because I just feel like if we talk about it too much more, it'll give way too much away. Um, But... I mean, we already talked about a lot of stuff. We kind of gave a lot away. <laughs> we gave the spoiler warning ahead of time. So yeah, we gave the spoiler still warning. Here, they we knew. gave the meaty part of it, but I'm just, I'm just so happy I read that book because it really added a lot to my, you know, newfound love for Leia. I feel like it's so good. So, yeah, so good. And you, you know, free, free plug if you want even more Claudia Gray. Oh yeah. 
is uh, on the interesting podcast, my show. Uh, I talked to her for like an hour, a little over an hour, I think it was, mm-hmm. maybe a little under, and we go pretty deep. And she's a blast. Oh, she's amazing. And she talks about a lot of the things she was going through when she was writing this book. And you wouldn't believe yeah. it. Like, I'm not going to talk about any of it because it's it's surprising. Nuts. <laughs> but it's like, holy cow, she is very talented and she is she is very strong-willed because... <laughs> she is. <laughs> yeah. just she's the best. It, it's so amazing that, that this book turned out so great. Let's just say that. Yeah. So um, check that out. It's on iTunes, SoundCloud, all that stuff. So where but. else can people find you, Brian, while we're doing uh, this pluggy thing? Oh, of course. I'm Jedi Brian on everything. Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, Facebook, all of it. Jedi Brian. Um, and then The Interesting Podcast is on iTunes. If you put in The Interesting Podcast, you'll see a cabbage with headphones and lightsabers. That's me. Uh, it's or if you not just a type green brain like I thought it's it was. Not, it's not a green brain as Daniel Barry and Savannah Kiefer thought. <laughs> uh, but I think you really like it, especially people at this show, because I've, I've had a lot of Star Wars guests on. And, it's so uh, fun. I really, I'm really proud of it. It's so, so. fun. Do you have any yeah. final shots? Or wow, final shots. Final shots. Is this a force cast? <laughs> final <laughs> thoughts before we wrap up the show. Uh, well, my final shots is the same as always. Your focus determines your reality. Don't forget it. I can't <laughs> oh, believe you I know said what? Side that. Note. I think I was thinking last shots. Side last note: Our our I buds know. at the force cast. Uh, they describe Dryden Voss. From uh, the solo movie as a microwave general Hux. Oh my, oh, I totally thought he looked like Hux, actually. Yeah, just microwaved Hux. That's amazing. So, that's your it. final thought. Yeah, that's my, my final thought is Dryden Voss looks like a microwave Hux. Oh but final God. thoughts, I'm excited for Solo. Hesitantly so. Uh, I'm hoping to like it a lot. Leia's great. You're awesome. I'm really glad to be back. Me too. Um, and yeah, that Last Jedi special will be out sometime in 2018. <laughs> yes actually that'll Hopefully. probably i mean that'll that'll happen soon i promise i think after yeah. solo comes out you know we'll talk about that but then we'll be able to catch up on everything else that's been happening sweet and so, check out the facebook group yes check out the facebook group so first of all you can find me on facebook at facebook.com slash the dorky diva you can follow mm-hmm. me on twitter and instagram at savannah underscore Kiefer. my blog is just the dorky i've been posting a ton more stuff on there lately uh, i'm reviewing the game um star wars legion by fantasy flight games so go check that out i'm just like doing so much more on there some of it is not star wars related but i'm still really excited about it because i love to blog and for some reason you guys are mildly interested in it which makes me really excited so um <laughs> go check that out um if you want to contact us or send us any questions to answer on the next show they could be related to whatever thing you want, Star Wars related, whatever, um, shoot us an email at dorkydivashow at gmail.com and we'll answer them on the air. Uh, I want to say thank you so much to everyone that supports us on Patreon, especially considering the fact that we've been on hiatus for like over a month now. We really appreciate all you guys that are sticking with us. Um, Those people are Chris, Brian, Sherry, Aaron, Kristen, Ben, Jen Marie, Tom, Daz, Daryl, and Anthony. Thank you all so much for supporting us. It means the world to us. Um, If you want to check out our Patreon, it's just patreon.com slash thedorkydiva. Um, If you want to leave us an iTunes review, that would be amazing because it helps us, you know, get guests on the show and just have a higher ranking on iTunes so more people can find us. Um, But yeah, that's pretty much it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We'll be back really soon and we'll be discussing all kinds of stuff like the Last Jedi bonus content because that's going to be exciting because Brian Mm -hmm. is going to be happy with a lot of my thoughts on it. (laughs) Um, Finally. Finally. (laughs) Yep. So thank you for listening and may the force be with you.